everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Well, yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 345th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we welcome back Caleb Burnett for a second week in a row to participate in a rankings episode with myself. Uh, we're going to be listing out our rankings for the best opening scenes throughout the entire Jurassic film franchise. Uh, each film uh, in, in my eyes, has a very unique take on what the opening scene's gonna be. And uh, we're gonna break that down, see who comes out on top. I know my pick. I don't know what Caleb's pick is, uh, but I can't wait to find out. And we also do have a lot of picks from the audience out there. So I put a, a question out there on Twitter to see what everybody else thought uh, was the top film uh, opening scene. So we're gonna take a look at that. And uh, if you didn't put a, a guess out there, you're gonna expect this to be a lot harder than you think to rank out your uh, top, you know, uh, Jurassic film opening sequences. It's really difficult. Try it yourself. Send them in to us. I can't wait to take a look. But before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. Um, over on my other show, I just wanted to mention Grim Grinning Hosts real quick. Um, I'm going to be plugging them from time to time here and there because we're really kicking things off again here in 2023 with some fun content. Uh, we've already had a... Uh, predictions episode for some fun things that are going to be coming, hopefully, fingers crossed, in 2023. Uh, some really fun stuff across Halloween Horror Nights, Walt Disney World, Universal Studios. So definitely check out that episode. There's some wild predictions, some dinosaur predictions, some stuff like that. Go check it out. Uh, we also did a uh, top 20 things about Star Tours. Now, that episode is going to be dropping on February 1st, so be sure to check out that episode on the Grim Grinning Host podcast feed. I'll put all the links in our show notes. Please go check it out. I also finally had the chance to return to the Forcecast Live over on their Facebook page, talking all things Star Wars, and uh, in particularly, we talked a lot about what's uh, coming up in 2023. We talked about that. We talked about my feelings on trailers, all kinds of fun stuff. So definitely go check out that live stream. Uh, I'll put the video in our show notes. So go to JurassicParkPodcast.com to watch that video. Um, and then, of course, I did want to mention over on our YouTube channel, we will be finally kicking things off again with our live streams over on YouTube. So please be sure to join us Wednesday nights at 9 p.m for our weekly live streams talking all things Jurassic, as always. Uh, if you haven't caught one of those before, they're really, really fun. We discuss uh, all the latest news, which sometimes we skip over the news here on, on the podcast, but we do it usually on the live streams now. Uh, we dive into the latest like fan conversations and other updates and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, please give it a look because I think it's really, really fun. And plus, I will say that the community of people that join in every week are super awesome. Uh, it's always great to have conversations, you know, with those people that are in the chat 
Um, that's always my favorite part is just kind of riffing back and forth, talking Jurassic, having a great time. So please be, uh, be sure to, to join into that part of the community and uh, have some fun talking Jurassic. Um, I feel like... I feel like that community needs like a name or something like the the YouTube live stream community. So if you guys know anything, if you are part of that community, come up with a name and uh, maybe we'll 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 start that. I don't know. Is that a thing we should do? We'll we'll see. Uh, send me your ideas. I don't know. But enough of all of that. We got a fun episode for you. So why don't we go ahead and kick things off with our rankings of the Jurassic Saga's opening scenes. Five. Dinosaurs and men, five million years of evolution. Four. You might be the fourth. Three. I'm gonna contact the other three members of your team and I'm gonna stop them. Two. About two main. One. That is one big pilot. Today we are here to break down our rankings of all seven opening scenes in the Jurassic Park saga. And yes, you did hear me correctly. We are breaking down the seven opening scenes from the films, including <laughs> Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and uh, both the theatrical and extended cuts of Jurassic World Dominion. And to rank all of those wonderful opening scenes, I have with me today Caleb Burnett. What's going on, Caleb? Returning for like a second episode in a row. How you doing? Yeah, it's like a <laughs> phenomenon here. Uh, I'm good. I, we're talking about Jurassic, so I'm great. Yeah, I mean, look, it's always nice to talk about uh, things you love, right? So, and and specifically, like we're narrowing it down to some really uh, good stuff. Like it's hard. Like there's things we can pick apart, I think for sure. But there's some really good mm -hmm. stuff in here. Um, and uh, yeah, let me. I just want to remind everybody. If you don't remember what those uh, opening scenes were, I know you do. I know you. I know you know what they are. But we're gonna do it anyway. I'll, I'll remind you. Uh, the Jurassic Park opening sequence basically is just the crickets, the jungle noises, the trees start shaking. Uh, that big raptor cage pulls in. Muldoon with the InGen crew uh, tasering the thing as it's pulling in Joffrey fades to Gennaro on the raft. You get it. You know that scene. Uh, the Lost World. Basically, this long fade in on this cloudy <laughs> island. You've got uh, the family on the beach, and uh, the girl gets uh, attacked by uh, compies. Fade to uh, a mother screaming, and then Ian Malcolm just yawning, which is 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 a great uh, the, image there. The best, the best match cut in the history of cinema. <laughs> You've got Jurassic Park 3 with uh, some some three slashes down the uh, logo there. You've got a restricted island of Isla Sorna, airplanes, boats, uh, fog, and uh, a parasail that just goes wandering off into the island, and you fade into uh, a Brachiosaurus toy with Charlie. Um, Jurassic World gives us uh, a couple of eggs and a cracking egg, one barely coming out, one coming out, um, and then it fades into the snow with the birds stomping down in the snow. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. This one's a pretty long one, but it gives you like the submarine sequence uh, in the lagoon, an attack of the Mosasaurus. Uh, Rex chases down some dude in a yellow coat, and he grabs onto the ladder, and the ladder gets eaten and pulled, and there's a lot of stuff that happens there, and that cuts to the logo just getting engulfed in lava, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we have the two theatrical, or the two cuts for Jurassic World Dominion. Theatrical one, which I like, I had to go back and re remember 
these two specifically because with the theatrical and the extended i'm kind of getting things confused at this point um but Mm -hmm. the you get the mosasaurus um attack sequence which is a little bit extended and then you get the now this sequence which has um some battle at big rock stuff um shots of the innovation center and the visitor center um there's some gallimimus shots in there the poachers black market stuff biosyn with dodgson uh and they mentioned Maisie too which is interesting the cats is flying around and uh that foggy logo just kind of pushes into the screen and you cut to that nasutoceratops uh facility and then the extended cut finally here is the prologue you get the prologue and it's all, you know, full glory. You get get all the dinosaurs from 65 million years ago. Uh, the Giga <clears throat> taking down the Rex, cutting to the um, the 65 million years later at the drive-in with the T-Rex, um, just kind of causing havoc there at the drive-in theater. And then you get the foggy uh, uh, logo screen again, cutting to the now this. So it cuts right to that instead. So there's a lot. There's a lot there to choose from. And I, I got to say, it was pretty difficult to come up with this list. Um, I threw mm-hmm. it to you last minute here today. I was like, hey, uh, any chance you can come up with a fun list? Uh, because I've got a fun idea. And somebody, I don't. I wish I could um, attribute it to somebody. I, I did. I thought I wrote it down. Best openings. Oh, I do have it. Best openings from Kane702. Kane702 on YouTube suggested this idea and uh i remember doing a live stream and i guess kane 702 came up with that idea and uh here it is so here you're welcome thanks Kane. uh thank you but it was difficult to come up with these lists and a lot harder than i expected and then when adding in the two uh intros for uh for dominion that made it even more difficult um what were your thoughts kind of going into this list uh it was hard to like it was hard to rank i mean i we were doing the whole franchise but it was hard to rank like the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy mm, yeah which is those are those are star wars terms which is feels weird coming out of my mouth but <laughs> um yeah like it was hard to pick between the first three films but then it was all like it's also really tight between the two versions of dominion as well yeah. like because there are good things about both of those. Exactly. And they like there are unique things about both of those. So yeah. I like that you uh you mentioned that sequel trilogy Star Wars talk when talking about how hard it is to pick from the new and the old. I had a episode of my other podcast, Grim Grinning Hosts, where we talked about twenty I think it was the twenty things about Star Tours episode. And I had to pick between like something new and something old. And I was like, I just it's hard for me to pick between something that I've had forever. And something that's new, you know, but I love. So it's, it is a very mm-hmm. tough choice because we have three, or I guess you can say four brand new films that are great uh, and have some really interesting intros. And then, you know, also the three older ones that um, have some really iconic stuff as well. So let's yeah. see. We've got seven to go through. You want to <laughs> kick it off? You want to go with your, your first pick, your, your seventh pick? We'll start at the bottom and we'll work our way okay, up. Okay, we're going to start at the bottom. Okay. Let's, st- let's start at the bottom. Um, what do you think? What do you got? I got my list on my phone. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to uh, catch heat for this, I think. But my least favorite is Jurassic World. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll cut in and say, yes, that is also on my number seven as well. So, okay. uh, yeah, there we go. I agree. I agree. <laughs> why, why'd you put it at seven? 
I and I have nothing against Jurassic World. I love that movie. Um, I it's always struck me as weird that the opening of Jurassic World is not like an inciting incident. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not an attack. It's not something like that. Like a lot of the other intros are. It's like it's completely different. It's the birth of the monster that is that you know that yeah. causes the plot of Jurassic World. So it's a it's a different thing. I don't know. I think maybe I just I love attack incidents more, but yeah. Yeah. So. I agree. I that's why I put it at the bottom because really not much happens and it's just uh you know, a shot of two eggs and one barely poking through and the other one's starting to come through and we figure out that that's the indominus that we're going to follow. Um, so, I mean, it is kind of like an inciting incident. It's like the birth of of the Indominus. But outside of that, it's not like, you know, the destruction or chaos of some of the other sequences. So, and it's, plus yeah. it's only like, what, like 30 seconds to a minute long. It's not very long. Um, so, yeah, it's got some nice music, though. You got you got to say it's got yeah, some nice music well, at the very end. that's intro. what I was going to say. The, the music is unique. The music is great. Um, what would have been, I mean could have would have should have but what would have been cool is if in that intro we get to see the indominus eat its sibling Ah, her sibling like it talks about that would have been cool i know yeah i was thinking that same thing uh that would have been nice maybe to see like a a progression of time or something like that as this indominus grows up or whatever that could have been interesting or just see it burst through that egg and then just instantly take over uh that would be interesting but uh you know we didn't get anything like that i do appreciate the bird stomping down in the snow uh as the you know the transition into the next portion of the film um definitely Mm. thought that that would come more you know i obviously we get dinosaurs in snow in jurassic world dominion but i thought for sure that there would be like like it would be a mirroring you know we'd get the opening of jurassic world dominion with a boom you think it's a bird but no it's a dinosaur this time you know it's, it's like foot. yeah yeah so a little different but uh but yeah that's uh that's a good one yeah. it's still a good intro but it's not absolutely you know, it's not one of the best so that's i guess our i, both w- our I will picks. say the yeah i will say the the foot in the snow is a very clever yeah. that's a really good thing so i do i love that yeah so uh let's I guess just move straight into number six. So we, I don't know. We might, uh, right. we'll see how far I want to, um, I was interested because we, we didn't share our lists before. And I was wondering like how, yeah. how on the nose are we going to be? How difficult is this? Um, and uh, we'll see if we overlap here, but uh, what's your number six? So my next one is the extended edition of dress. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. What's, what's the and extended edition so, about? And I, that's not because I don't like the concept of Dominion's intro. It's because I think that uh, the order of the elements of the intro could have been a little different. Like, I think they they chose the right elements and the right order in the theatrical version. And then when they had more elements to work with in the extended edition, <laughs> they were like, what order do we need to put these in? And it, and it, it works. The the only flaw for me of the extended edition intro is that the logo flying is before the now this thing. Mm-hmm. 
I I love in the theatrical intro that how the now this segment goes into that logo. It's just really epic. It's like for their safety and for our own, and it's it's really sweeping and epic there yeah. in the theatrical version. And it I I liked the extended edition intro. It just felt a little less. I don't know. It it felt a little less epic and sweeping, and it I don't know. I I feel like the momentum of all of those intro elements leads into that logo thing really well and in the extended edition it's it's second to last <laughs> so it just i don't know it just feels weird but yeah i get it i get it it was um it was tough for me to rank those two individually and especially against all mm-hmm. the others um because of that exact thing it's like some similar sequences in different orders um it's like technically the extended is like I guess if I'm stopping the intro at the credit or at the the logo, now this comes after that for the extended. And it's like, it's so different. Even the, the now this sequence is different between the two versions and it makes things, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I do, I, like you said, that, that swoop into the logo is pretty good in the theatrical <clears throat> cut though. Yeah, for sure. The best thing, the best thing about the extended edition intro is the prologue. Like if they, if they, t- prologue and stuck it on the beginning of the theatrical it would be perfect (laughs) okay so all right (laughs) all right so my number six is um i I don't so i'm i'm glad we strayed away and we have different lists because mine is yeah jurassic park three all right so mine uh unfortunately (laughs) i'm gonna go jurassic park three and um you know I feel like it's weird because like I wanted to rank this last, but I couldn't rightfully do that with Jurassic World only being a, you know, a a barely an intro sequence. Um, So Jurassic Park three hits here because it's just it's such a goofy sequence. And, you know, I (laughs) nothing I don't take like I think this is the problem back in 2001 for me was I don't take this seriously at all. Like I get the the music that I know, but it's played differently. It's played weird to me. I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I don't like the way that this is played. It sounds wrong. And then we get this, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, this like corny, like restricted that does it's not as cool as like seeing Sorna for the first time in the lost world. Um, and then whatever happens on this boat, who knows? Like, I don't know what's going on there. It's bloody. It's a mess. It goes through the clouds, crashes, and but you know honestly I I guess I could have ranked this at number one because it has one probably one of the most quotable uh, that's hard to say but one of the best parts in an intro uh, with Ben Hildebrand just going like no not yet like that's just one of my favorite most quotable things of the entire Jurassic franchise um, with his yeah. little camcorder just like and it it's so funny to me but that's the problem with this intro is it's just it's a goof to me and i'm you it's, know and even uh, even that transition into the the dinosaur the toy dinosaur with the with with uh, charlie <clears throat> just going right like it's all a goof you know <laughs> the, i mean jurassic park 3 certainly has the most goofy <laughs> moments but yeah. um the the nah not yet um, you hear that like three times in the movie because they find the camcorder. I know, so. which I I absolutely love that. Yeah, it it does show up again. It's so funny. It's so funny to me. So, number six, uh, Jurassic Park three for me. What's your uh, What's okay. your number five? Uh, my number five is the theatrical cut of Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. Um, and that and I, 
I really love that intro. Um, like I said before, I think it would be perfect if they just stuck the prologue in the beginning. Um, but, uh, and it's, I don't necessarily have anything against the theatrical intro other than it's missing the prologue. Um, and I just, you know, happen to like the other intros on my list more. So, yeah. <laughs> so my number five is also the theatrical cut. So that's perfect. Okay. It's a nice tie. Um, theatrical <laughs> cut is interesting because, like, I do like that Mosasaurus sequence more. I think it's, you know, we get more from the Mosasaurus sequence. It's cut short in the extended cut, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and the order, I don't know. It's it's interesting the, the way that this movie kind of starts. It's just like this inciting incident that, you know, we always expect is really not much of anything. It's just like a quick, you know, just attack from the Mosasaur and then it's over. And then we we cut straight into that now this stuff, which is great. But at the same time, we we kind of just got that after the intro in in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. So it's like a, a similar kind of news beat. And uh, but I like it. I like all this, the stuff that we're seeing there. We're getting so much content within that <clears throat> now this sequence. So uh, you know I can't really fault it because you know because battle at Big Rock. There's a lot of Big Rock talk in that. You know, you're seeing shots yeah. of the the, nat- the National Forest, uh, uh, Ankylosaurus, Gallimimus, all this stuff. You see a you see Battle at Big Rock from a different perspective, which is really really cool. Um, so it and you, like you said, that lead into the the foggy um, logo is really good. It it definitely hypes you up with that that music cueing in there. And I like the way that when the Ketz is flying in, that, that's when the music starts to ramp up and the screen goes from like, hey, it's this is now this to all of a sudden it's expanding to full screen because yeah. it's not it's not Aspect now this anymore. It's the movie. It's you're watching the movie now. This is real life. <laughs> and then that score ramps up and it's just it is very epic. And that score does happen on the extended cut as well. But like you said, it's a, a little different. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, as far as inciting incidents go, like with Dominion, it's like there are since dinosaurs are all over the world now, there are thousands you could choose from, and so yeah, like, you know, we we picked the Mosasaurus thing, which supposedly that was the the intro they wanted to do at the beginning of Fallen, Ki- like that was one they considered for the beginning of Fallen Kingdom, mm-hmm. and then they you know kept the idea and used it in Dominion, but nice, yeah, yeah. they could have picked they could have picked a ton of different things all over the world is an inciting incident but yeah yeah so. yeah so that's uh number five we got a dual pick there that's nice what's your number four yeah uh my phone locked hang on <laughs> uh so my number four is jurassic park three okay all right <clears throat> um and i you know i like jurassic park three more every time i watch it I used to be one of those people who really hated that movie, <laughs> but I, I appreciate it so much now um, because Alan Grant is a, you know, an in-demand commodity that we don't get all the time. And yeah. So it's nice to have Alan Grant, but um, the intro, I just think, I think the mystery element is fun. Like did the, did the Spinosaurus attack the boat? Did Pteranodons attack the boat? Which was it? Um, I fall on the Spinosaurus side of the debate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I do too. And it's just, I don't know, as far as like 
it you know to my argument before like this this intro has an inciting incident and like sure the boat goes through the clouds and it comes out the other side and there's blood and carnage everywhere yeah <laughs> and it's like okay um you know the it's weird the jurassic park 3 intro is weird because like you have that camera angle of it's supposed to be Sorna, but it looks like the camera angle of Nublar from Jurassic Park <laughs> almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, it's, that's not a big deal at all. It's just, it's just, you know, a little goofy, like you were saying, but <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I talked so poorly about your number four pick before, but <laughs> no, it's good. Look, I, I agree. So. Like you said, you know, you've, you learn to love this movie more and more every time you watch it. Um, and that that's the same with me. Like I, at this, at this point in time, like it's a goof to me, it's fun. But like back in the day, I was like upset and, and just like, ah, oh, I was just like angry at this movie for some reason. <laughs> but now it's just like, whatever, it's, it's fun. And it's the most yeah. watchable one of any of the movies probably, you know? Absolutely. It's a roller coaster hour and a half. It's <laughs> so quick. Um, <laughs> no, what I'll say about the intro that I love honestly is like, you know, Eric and his stepdad get stranded on Isla Sorna and they're like, they're not dinosaur people. They're not paleontologists or, you know, park people or whatever. Like they're just people. And I think, you know, I think that's the thing that Jurassic could do more is like ran like random people who don't have experience getting stranded on the Island. But yeah. Yeah. So, I like that. That's a good way to transition into my number four pick because uh, this is um, honestly like this was the reason why this list was so hard for me. Uh, My number Mm -hmm. four is the Lost World Jurassic Park. And I thought there was a good portion of time while coming up with this list. I thought this was going to be number one. Like this was literally going to be my number one for a while. Mm. And it is... I, I just love this. I, I love this one so much. Um, so it's really, I, I like, it pains me. It pains me to have it at number four. Like, uh, what am I doing? <laughs> Why is it at number four? But like, I'm looking at it on merit of like, what has it got that I, that I want? And like, you know, how valid is all the content in there? Um, I do think like, I love this, the start of the movie, just with the ominous music, just kind of showing this cloudy island and and the water and just the growling nature of the the water as it crashes into the shore. It's so awesome. It is. It's incredible. And then you get this, like you said, uh, these people that don't know anything about dinosaurs just encountering mm-hmm. them, and that is so beautiful. Like that's that is a lot of what Jurassic is. And when you when you look at like the books and stuff like that, that's a lot of what that was. Um, and I feel like. You know, as we got into the Jurassic World days, it kind of like we 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 lost that a little bit because everybody knew what dinosaurs were. It wasn't like back then; it was still a mystery, right? Like nobody believed anybody, so it was it was something I think a little maybe more special back then. Uh, so having these people that don't know anything about anything just on a beach, just being rich and drinking their wines or whatever, and just you know eating roast beef sandwiches or whatever on the shore. Like it was, it was special and getting those compies for the first time was awesome. Like seeing those, those little, you know, puppet rigs or whatever they were just bouncing around. It was so awesome. Um, and uh, the best, the best transition of all time is just going from (laughs) 
the wife screaming, the mom screaming to Jeff Goldblum yawning. Like this is, I think, and I was, I was thinking to myself, is this the only reason why I want this to be at number one? <laughs> and, and I was kind of like, yeah, maybe, maybe like, cause, cause I love that transition so much. It's one of the best transitions ever in any movie. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, people outside of the Jurassic community, like just in the film mm. talk about that match cut, they're like, Spielberg really did this. <laughs> it's on the so nose. Good. So it is yeah, so it's good. It's, so that's why it was so hard because it was like, it was literally at number one for a little bit, but I'm like, I don't know if I can rightfully do this. So, uh, so yeah, but, uh, let's move on to our, we're already in the top three. We, we kind of breeze through seven. Wow. That's crazy. So number three on your list, what do we got? Number three for me is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Ooh. Okay. For, for no real reason other than I like my number one and number two the most. <laughs> <laughs> like um Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom's opening scene is fantastic. Like it is it's thrilling every time you watch it, no matter how many times you've seen it. It's like there's so yep. much chaos. Um I mean that I mean it's another instance of like people coming to the abandoned island. They have a little bit of an idea of what they're doing, mm-hmm. but like but also like it hits the fan pretty quickly. <laughs> So it's just like it's it's everything that Jurassic does well. It's, you know, the the shot of the lightning flashing with the T-Rex behind oh, him is just absolutely so, great. So good. Um, you know, the the T-Rex approaching is so Jurassic and then he's running from the T-Rex like the absolute bonkers nature of the Mosasaurus coming out of the water and grabbing a guy off a ladder hanging from a helicopter like that's insane it's it's so awesome so <laughs> i i remember seeing it with my family and they were like they, they were like had to breathe out afterwards they were like holy crap like that was a lot like it's awesome so. yeah yeah well yeah that's uh that's on my list for sure um <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it at some point, but and the interesting thing about that pick and my uh, number three is that both of them were were viewed like ahead of the film. Like I know that one, Fallen Kingdom. That they I remember them touting like this five minutes. Was that the twenty fifth anniversary? Did you have a chance to go see that thing? Or no, you were still over I was here. I think yeah, yeah. I was I was still in New York at the time. Um, but I I remember people being there and they were like they took them to the theater on the lot and showed them the first five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And every, uh, everybody, everybody was freaking out. They were like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I'm, so. I just remember like, I wanted to know so bad and I also didn't want to spoil it, but I, I remember reading yeah. through the sequence and even just reading through that does not do it justice because you need to see those visuals and everything. It is just so impressive. Um, it, but it does a, that intro does a great job of like, you know, you see that and you're like, Man, I hope the rest of the movie is like this. And you know, part part parts of it are. So Yeah, it's interesting to see the conversation online about that intro and how it relates to the rest. But uh and maybe I think uh, maybe we do have some online comments and stuff. Maybe they'll talk about that a little bit. Um but before we get there on my list, uh I want to stop at my number 3, which is the extended cut, which we also did get 
early. We got it early ahead of Fast and Furious or something like that, right? Um, yeah, and it was slightly. It was even then. It was like slightly different too, because like it had. There, there was like a little. It had all the like at the end or the, something. Yeah the in the ending was like a bunch of different mm, scenes. That's right. Sort of like a mo- like yeah, but yeah. it was like the now this stuff. I think kind of slammed in there in a way, some of it probably. Yeah. There was like a, you saw battle at big rock for a second and yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So mine is, uh, if I didn't, I forget if I said it, but the extended cut of Jurassic world dominion, it's, uh, this was interesting. Cause I, like I said, <clears throat> I really didn't want to put much ahead of the lost world, but I'm thinking about like everything that we got in the extended cut. And there's just, there's that entire prologue and it's, mm-hmm. you know, while I, I consider it the prologue and in my head, it's kind of hard to separate, but I, I will say when I was writing this list today and kind of rewatching it, I was like, oh, it's kind of separating those two things because we're distancing ourselves, I think, from the prologue as it is. And it's now just kind of becoming the intro to the extended cut for me. Um, but I, I had a hard time and a little bit still do, but like separating those two things. But um, it's got so much. You've got all that stuff 65 million years ago. I do really, really love seeing the trajectory and how it changes the extended cut uh, towards the end. Um, while mm-hmm. it doesn't like it's expected, like I never expected the T-Rex to lose in the end of the movie based off of this you know, prologue where we see the T-Rex losing there. I'm like, there's no way it's going to lose at the end. But I love seeing that flash of like the past when the T-Rex is down for mm-hmm. the count in, at the end of the movie. That's one of the best moments in the extended cut. And I, I just love seeing that and it adds value when you see this extended cut intro. Um, so, and getting that uh, mosquito biting down on it, that's really cool, knowing that this is the blood transporting you know that we get our rex for the the original movie and uh that's so cool to me and and seeing that uh drive-in sequence is just incredible like watching Mm. that rex run through the forest in the beginning of that sequence and seeing seeing the light shine on this thing as it's going all over the place and uh it's the roaring in front of the screen like there's so much like iconic stuff from this this moment alone, um, I just love it, and it just it does. This yeah. is at this point what happens. So this is where it goes right into the uh, yeah. So drive the drive in sequence, and then it rolls into the um, the foggy intro uh, logo, and then then the now this stuff after that. But but for me, I feel like there was so much there that it had to kind of had to be like in the top three for me. Okay. That, no, that's, I think that's 100% valid. Um, the prologue is phenomenal. Um, they released it like separately by itself, like last November, I think. Yeah, um, and the like music, the, the music at the end from the drive in and into that foggy logo thing is completely different mm-hmm. in the like individually released one. Um, yeah. and I, I think that's my, my favorite, like score under that stuff is in that individually released one. But um that that's another discussion. But um no the, <laughs> the most valuable thing the most valuable thing about having the prologue on the beginning is the that it makes bookends for the movie because like you have revenge basically for the past. Yeah. So I uh, yeah it's awesome. It is awesome. It's pretty cool. 
Uh, so we're at our top two now. What's your number two? Yeah. Number two is The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Um, and I, so part of my thought process when I was ranking these is there are only two Isla Sorna intros in the entire franchise. Okay. Yeah. Lost World yeah. and Jurassic Park 3. And so <laughs> Jurassic Park 3 was a little further back in the ranking, but I think the Lost World has the best Isla Sorna intro. Oh, yeah. Um, no question. And that's that's a cool thing. We need to we need to go back to Isla Sorna Universal. <laughs> listen to me. Um, please. No, uh, you know, the the Bowman family on the beach, unsuspecting children get attacked by chirping, tiny carnivorous compies like and the, the practical effects are great, are really fun. Um, and the match cut of of Malcolm is just yeah. incredible. <laughs> so I love that it's like the parallel to the book, too. You know, it's got that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, intro to the the first book, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It's the it's intro just, to the Jurassic Park novel. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so cool to finally get that in that scene, and uh, oh man, it hurts me. It pains me. Oh, just having <laughs> it at number four, it really does. Like, I feel like a bad <laughs> Lost World fan because I'm not ranking this based off of like which is my favorite movie because like there's you know that could be at the top of the list, you know. You never know. Any mm -hmm. day, I could mm -hmm. I could take the first movie or the second movie. So, I don't know. I don't know. But it is it is uh, probably the right choice having it where you got it. So I can't disagree there. Yeah, i I'd, I'd say like the intros do affect like how you feel about the movie as a fan. But like my my favorite intro ranking and my film ranking are similar, but they're not exactly the same. So. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and speaking of like how you feel about the film, I feel like this one, maybe more than any of the others, really sets the tone like so well for what you're about to experience. So mm -hmm. this one really knocks it out of the park. So that's that's good. I, I can't get over like just watching that on VHS tape, you know, just the dark screen on, on there for like five to ten seconds. <clears throat> it just feels like the whatever. The location stamp that doesn't stay still. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, all right. So my number two is uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So yeah, this was this was hard because like I went back and watched it. I'm like also thinking there's no reason why this shouldn't be at number one. Like it's so, so good. It's so incredibly good. That's valid. That's valid. You know, yeah. it, yeah, it, it like I love the sonar sounds when you're in that uh, submarine, <laughs> and just the way that like Jay Biona like captured the Mosasaurus in the very beginning. Because I feel like we always skip over the Mosasaurus stuff. You know, we talk about the Rex so much, but that I, I think it's the moment where they like release the bone and it goes up, and then you just see the silhouette of the Mosasaur up above in the lightning strike. Yes. Like it is that is like a mind blowingly awesome, cool scene. And, and the music, oh my gosh! Oh the yeah, great. so great. And then again, <laughs> you get the silhouette of the mosasaur behind you, and then it like opens up its mouth, like, and then cut to like out above the water, just you, the, the lights shut off, and it's just like you know yeah. the thing's gone, and just the entire tone of this sequence is so so Jurassic, right? Like for for mm -hmm. coming out with what they came out with in in Jurassic World, which was like nothing; it was just two eggs, and then. 
just showing up with this. It's like, whoa, like, you got it. You know yeah. what you're doing. Like, this is incredible. And then, like, you hear the Dilophosaurus randomly, and you're getting super excited while nothing ever happens there, but you hear it. And then you see the flashing of the, the Rex behind that guy. He's like, I can't hear you, whatever he said. And it's just... It's so amazing. It is such an amazing sequence, and I just can't get over that. Absolutely. Like, hanging, like you said, hanging onto that ladder, shaking it around. We got to cut them loose. And they're like screaming at each other. And then, yeah, the absurdity of the Mosasaur just like launching, which is like super unrealistic, but it's just like launching out of the water and grabbing onto that guy. It's just like, it's so funny, but like awesome. It's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. And then just like the the like shocked nature of like everybody at the end of that sequence, like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> we got the asset. It's it's safe or whatever. But like, oh my god, what just happened? And then um, <laughs> I'll include that intro because or the uh, the logo title too because like yeah. the music, the score, a Fallen Kingdom score under that lava flowing through the logo. It's just probably the coolest, one of the coolest. Uh, it's definitely the the coolest logo reveal I think of of them all. You know. Yeah, I mean the the titles are in all the other intros, so the title should be included with the Fallen Kingdom. But <laughs> Fallen Kingdom's the only like, I guess Jurassic Park three doesn't have like the actual logo. Fallen King Fallen Kingdom's the only one where it's like the full Jurassic logo. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is really yeah because Jurassic Park three is just it shows the words and then it slashes um at the very beginning jurassic world i forget yeah. what happens there but but yeah this one actually i just love the the way that it kind of just rolls and flows it's just super cool um but yeah that's my number yeah. two and now that i'm thinking about that like the jurassic world dominion both intros don't say the title no that's why i had it's to think for a the... second i was like wait oh no yeah. it doesn't it's just just the you know which i i i think is always a smart I think it's a smart move because like I've always assumed based off the marketing materials and stuff for Jurassic World Dominion that they were attempting to separate themselves from the brand in a way so that they could go on and make future movies with just do more yeah just the idea of a T-Rex head in a circle you get it you know what it is Jurassic so. Universe <laughs> Speaking of that We've got a number one pick, and I think I know. Yes. I think I know what yours is, and uh, I guess you probably know what mine is. But yeah. let's say it at the same time. Uh, Ready? One, two, three. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Why'd you put it at? Why, why'd you put it at number one? What were? What was it's, going through your head? It's iconic. <laughs> there is no other movie intro that is like that. Um, the the musical storytelling in the score, because like. In the score, you have these sounds of chains, and then you also have sounds of a slapstick. And the chains oh. represent like humans and enclosing the dinosaurs, and the slapstick represents like the wild animal, which is the raptor. And they're like battling in the music the whole time. And then in the scene, it's like a battle. The Velociraptor doesn't want to be contained. Like it's a battle there too. And like everyone who likes movies, if you yeah. say, shoot her shoot her <laughs> like they're gonna know what you're talking about yeah they're gonna know what it is so and it like the cinematography is just unreal like the lights through the trees and the lights through the 
the raptor cage and I, I think maybe my favorite shots of that intro are like we go back and forth between the Raptor's eye and Muldoon's yep. eye back and forth. Yes. It's just like it's it's incredible storytelling. Spielberg is the master, obviously. So, yeah, it's uh, you know, that's all those reasons are why I had it at number one as well. And it just it started everything right. Like it started all yeah. of this, all of this absurdity that, you know, we're sitting here talking 30 years later about um it is it is incredible it's it's the tone everything about the tone of this intro and i think you got to bring it back even farther to just the the thumping boom you know and the the, the choir just like expanding boom and and seeing yeah. those those different um lo- like things pop up and then you get the Jurassic Park word right there it's just and hearing that that whatever that instrument is that like at the end of Zerna, yeah, whatever the, whatever that is. Uh, at it's, the a wood, the phrase. it's a woodwind <laughs> instrument. <laughs> hey, this isn't Dinoscore, man. I'm I don't know anything about music and outside of that. Um, <laughs> but that that moment is just so iconic and awesome. And then you get like more score after that, which is just incredible and like a little bit of electronic sounding stuff and then stuff that sounds almost like as epic as something like Indiana Jones where they're like you can you can hear them opening a tomb almost like almost like when they're opening up the raptor cage you know it's just like it's amazing like the way that this all sounds from a yeah. music standpoint to a sound design standpoint with the the jungle noises the trees the everything it's just all so incredible and uh there's a reason that uh jurassic park won the academy award for best best sound <laughs> yeah yeah so, seriously and it just starts um, right here and you're like wow that they win give it to them right there they, yeah i didn't even get absolutely. into the movie yet <laughs> no but you know i mean in a way it is like opening a tomb because like dinosaurs have been dead yeah forever now they're alive again so yeah seriously yeah you get you get Muldoon, dude like just standing there like with his shotgun and you He's just like looking his like die high socks. Yeah, at this moment in time, you're not like this guy doesn't know his what what he's doing with his job. But like at that moment, you're like, wow, this is the coolest looking guy ever, and he's commanding these workers to do stuff and just the the I don't know the the the, the pattern of his speech and how he commands everybody to do these things. It's like a I don't know just the way he prompts it all to happen is so interesting to me i just love how it's all laid out you know loading team step away yeah it's (laughs) It's just yeah it's very good it's so commanding and so just like he knows at this point in time he knows what he's doing he knows how to like really command people and and do his job and and i'm like wow this guy is awesome to watch and then just like the uh the absurdity of how like a rap you don't know what's in there but you you know like a raptor's in there like pulling this guy up and down this thing and like and and they can barely hold on to this human it's it's awesome it's so cool yeah yeah and then you get you know get the fade fade transition into the (laughs) dorkiest guy you've ever seen floating floating Uh. on a little raft yep (laughs) yep but but it is a great and iconic transitioned because like you you literally had this most intense scene to something like i don't know what's happening why is this guy in a suit on a on a raft getting pulled in 
And it's like so out of left field. You have no idea what's happening. So it does really throw you off. And I love that. It's so it's such yeah. an awesome transition there. But it's it has to be number one. And look, this is the year of the 30th anniversary. So if we had put anything else here, you would have st- you should have stopped listening, right? Like that's Blast the way for it me. is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, this is it's the best whether it has all the greatest stuff in it or not it's definitely the best intro like that's why this was so hard because so many of these other intros had such great stuff in there but nothing really beats the original you know yep i agree completely yeah so i do want to bring up um some people from twitter because i did reach out to everybody on twitter and i said hey you know let me know what is your top what is your top pick for number one. Uh, so let me bring it up here. I'm trying to find my profile. Here it is. Um, all right. So did anybody gonna... say Jurassic Park 3? Uh, <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> we have Free Han Solo says Lost World when the woman screams and it cuts to Ian stepping on the subway. Uh, that's got to be a good one. Uh, Jurassic Unicast mm-hmm. says got to be Fallen Kingdom. Uh, Ronnie here says Fallen Kingdom as well. (laughs) And uh, oh, Dave, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Cretaceous Dave here because, um, (laughs) Cretaceous Dave mentioned the Dominion flashback to 1993 recovering the Barbasol. Wait, (laughs) and that's he just ended it there because, like, I had, oh man, I, I had talked about this with Aaron and other people so much about how I wanted that to be the intro, and it, it felt like the most perfect intro to Dominion, and it never happened. And I'm still, like, stewing about it because, like, it, oh, it would have been so good. It would have been better than whatever we got between Camp Cretaceous and, well, I, we didn't really get any backstory in, in Dominion about the Barbasol can, so what are you going to sure. do? What are you going to do? Well, I mean... When we, I mean, I'm someone who, you know, the future of the Jurassic franchise, I'm someone who wants them to make a lot of prequels. Um, and so maybe yeah. we'll, we'll get the, the reconnaissance team going in and grabbing so. the DNA. So I hope so. I mean, maybe, you know, it's okay. If you want to rewrite over uh, Camp Cretaceous, please, you can do it. You can do that. I think for, for the Barbasol yeah. can, we'll leave it, you know, if, it, if it's <laughs> yeah. about the Barbasol can, let's rewrite it. Um, Roberto here says JP. Uh, Dino Crispo says images you can hear and then has the shooter just gif of that. And it's just like, you can, and then the, the hand like just falling through, like you can, you can hear the music fading away. And then that transition. Oh, it's so good. Um, uh, dinosaur man says Jurassic world dominion extended edition. So we got a nice, uh, extended, extended cut there. Um, I'm not going to be able to read all of them. There's so many here, but um, we got another one for Dominion from Scott C. He also mentioned uh, Fallen Kingdom as well. And uh, Mesozoic Mind says The Lost World. Uh, let's skip ahead here. Uh, let's see. Oh, Muzzamil. Got a, got a shout out to Muzzamil. The one opening to start it all. Jurassic Park takes the cake. I will say as a second slash third option, the Jurassic logos enveloping the screen over the summer got me in the feels uh, when seeing that opening night. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Clarky says, JP, it's so good at, at establishing the dangers of what InGen has done and nailed mm. how to introduce the Raptors. 
Visually, Fallen Kingdom is excellent. The dark, rainy shots of Rexy chasing the mercenary and the dialogue hooting uh, was the closest to the world film's atmosphere ever came to Jurassic Park and The Lost World. Uh, my buddy Phil here says Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is number one uh, with Jurassic Park at a close second. Can't fault that. I can't fault that, Phil. I can it's understand a, that, yeah. It's, it is it is a good pick. And like I said, I, I, I could very well have seen that at number one if Jurassic Park wasn't there. Um, oh, man, there's so many. Uh, let's see. Let's get a few of these here. Um, another one uh, saying Fallen Kingdom was incredible here from Jeff. See another one for Falling Kingdom, wow, from uh, SEQ, and uh, Dominion Extended Cut from Nate. Falling Kingdom from Primeval here. Wow, there's a lot of Falling Kingdom love. I can't, you can't deny that. Like a lot mm -hmm. of Falling King. I got like three or four in a row. No, here's more actually. Yeah, no, four, four or five in a row there about Fallen Kingdom. That's that's wild. I mean, I, I get it. It makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, right, let's end it there. I'm because, looking through them too. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I didn't count them all up or anything like that, but I'd be interested. It looks like maybe Fallen Kingdom or Jurassic Park could take the uh, top spot there. So <clears throat> you can't can't. Uh, yeah, there's those picks. and there's also. Yeah, there's also people saying like Fallen Kingdom's not their favorite movie, but like the opening mm. is their favorite opening. So yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's that's very clear. I mean, I can understand if you didn't like the rest of the movie, but that yeah, that opening sequence is undeniable. Like it is, oh, it's awesome. But I have heard a lot of people say that they like really dislike the now this stuff, you know, from Dominion. Yeah, so I've heard that. That's too. why yeah. I see. I guess I see a lot of. Um, you know, extended editions uh, being picked here. So mm -hmm. makes sense. Makes sense. But uh, we'll wrap it up there. I don't want to keep everybody too long, but uh, thank you for everybody uh, writing in to our Twitter. Uh, give us a follow at Jurassic Park Pod if you want to uh, interact with us every now and then. But Caleb, thank you so much for uh, con conjuring up a quick <clears throat> list, talking about it with me real quick here on a Monday night. And uh, yeah, I love it. I, uh, you know, I don't have any any way to end this, but I, I think we made good choices here. I think we I think we made good choices. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I <laughs> I love Jurassic ranking, like ranking anything. It's like it's fun. So yeah, yeah. Look, I think we could rank some other stuff in the future. But uh, where can everybody find you if uh, if they want to interact with you online? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on social media at Caleb Composed and subscribe to my YouTube channel Jurassic Caleb. Awesome. So. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me. And we'll see you next time, maybe on a dino score or a list or something like that. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs>Thank you so, so much for joining us here for the 345th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. A huge thank you goes out to Caleb uh, for once again joining me, uh, I think, for the second episode in a row. Last time around, it was Dino Score. This time, we got the rankings. And uh, last second at that, uh, shout out to Caleb for joining me and coming up with that list last minute. I was supposed to have a segment here. Had to push things around, and then I, I was a little under the weather, so I didn't get a chance to record anything. But here we are, Monday night, getting this episode out to you, hopefully. So thank you so much to Caleb for joining me. And thank you to everybody who sent in their thoughts and feelings on the rankings and uh, getting their list out there or their top pick. 
Thank you so much to everybody out there. You're all super awesome. And I hope you enjoyed our lists and rankings as well. So uh, that's all we got for you. So love you all so, so much. Stay safe. Be kind. As always, let's continue to fight for representation, change, and equality in and outside of the Jurassic Park franchise. It makes a huge difference and will certainly make this world a better place. I promise you, we've got this. I'm going to go ahead and hand things off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle off. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.